Digital Focus. As we heard yesterday, the largest overhaul of firearms legislation in WA's history will see the state have the toughest firearm rules in the nation. And we joined this morning with the WA Farmers CEO, Trevor Whittington. Trev, good morning, mate. Morning, Troy. You came out, uh, well, I don't know if it was yesterday or during the week, mate, saying that the 10 weapon limit was acceptable. Yeah, look, with, uh, with this has been uh, debated back mm. and forth uh, within closed doors. It's had a fair bit of media for the last 18 months. <laughs> when the Minister of the Government first announced they're going to rewrite these old 1970s laws, nothing wrong with a rewrite, but it's just a strange slow, delayed process. They should have come out on day one and saying, this is what we're thinking, here's a discussion paper. But they haven't, so we've eventually got to where we are, and then we've got 30 days during harvest to comment on something that mm. we've already commented on, which has already been dropped to the media about 12 months ago, which is you know a cap for primary producers of 10 firearms. So you've more or less consultated with your members, and the feedback is that 10 is a reasonable number? Why 10? Look, it, look <laughs> the government, <laughs> uh, the minister's initial uh, uh, offer to us behind closed doors was he thought we only needed five. We negotiated that up, sitting around with PGA and the horticulturalists to, mm. to 10. Um, that's a better outcome. It covers everyone from the two-acre strawberry farm with, you know, needs an air rifle for the rats and the pigeons to the uh, two million pastoral property. You know, if, you know, 10's, it's workable. We can live with that. He's going to put caps on whether you like it or not. So we've got a workable number. So do you think these new rules, Trev, strikes, say, a reasonable compromise? Look, uh, the, the, the community don't like firearms. Mm. Um, no one wants to hear of, of firearms-related deaths, suicides or, or shootings. There is 90,000 people in our community of 2.5 million, you know, 1.5 million or whatever, over the age of uh, 18 or 16 or whatever can yeah. get access yeah. to them. So what's that? One, one in 20 you've got a firearm. The average is four per firearm. You know, we don't have a, a culture of, you know, in, like the US of mad shootings, but... Uh, the minister has a real issue. He's ex-military, a couple of tours over in Afghanistan or Iraq somewhere, mm-hmm. and he just does not like firearms. So he's moved to use the rewrite to drill the numbers down. You're only going to drill the numbers down by 10,000 out of 360,000. So, uh, and, and he's probably going to take them off. The wreck shooters are really passionate. And mm. they've got you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 guns, they're collectors, whatever. They're probably not the high-risk people. It's The high-risk is someone with one or two who's got mental problems. But how do you find that? I don't know. So I suspect it's going to make very little difference to the number of firearms deaths over time. Mm. But he's tapped into a bit of community response, and we've seen a recent you know, shooting in the mm. wheat belt, mm. and it's very hard to be on the wrong side of that debate. Uh, for those who don't know, the new licence types were looking to be introduced probably sometime in the new year. There's eight different types here, Trev. Can it just be like one or none? No, no, eight makes sense. Primary producers, sporting shooters, uh, mm. collectors, uh, recreational yeah. shooters. Uh, there's a few others. Collectors so it was making it very clear there is going to be different categories. And um, we got our cap of 10, the recs and uh, sporters. Uh, rec, the sporting shooters got 10. But if you're a really good shot and you're in you know, state, national, international competition, you can apply for more. I heard of some uh, really gun uh, shooter who's got 38 and the minister's said, well, you need 38, you can have 38. But, you know, that's... And then the, if you're a recreational shooter, it's five. And the 
challenge for the rec suitors is they're going to have to get property letters and they we haven't seen the detail but they're mm-hmm. going to really crunch down on them and they're even going to crunch down on you know if you've got 10 acres and your little tiny vineyard down at Margaret River and you want your 308 you're probably not going to get it and if uh, your 10 mates uh, from school days want to have access to the property they're probably not going to get access so I think they're going to use that um, and we haven't seen the detail, to really crunch down on how many uh, city-based people who don't belong to a club mm. can get access to farms and tidy that up, tidy that whole property letter system, get rid of the you know the abuse that was there and all the farms that we've all bought that we just don't know who's, who's got a licence to actually come and gain a licence through that system. So I don't have a problem with that and I don't have a problem with the fact that they're actually going to tidy up the fact that if you're all, you know, a farmer, you've got livestock over summer, you need your worker to come and put down a, a livestock and you're on holiday, they can get access to your firearms, they can move it between properties. There is not uh, legal clarity on, uh, under the current system that you can do that, so that's got to get tidied up. So there's a lot of things in it, yep. you know, yep. we can live with. Whether 80-year-olds need to have their annual um, mental health check every year, um, it's a bit strange. Some of it's a bit bizarre, but, you know, it's very difficult for us to come out and line up with the recs and say, look, you know, as the rec community has been pushing hard that, you know, everyone, we should have 50 cows and the 76 high caliber guns should be kept and there shouldn't be any changes because uh, the community just doesn't like them and my members are not ringing my phone off other than one um, saying, look, you've got to go in and just oppose everything the government's putting forward. What was that one member? What was their main concern, Trev? Oh, look, uh, it's always got a very passionate members yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, on, on every issue. Quite rightly, they have a slightly a different view and would have liked us to stand there with the sport, the, all the other shooting organisations, about 20 mm. of them, mm. And a pushback on the government, but we got invited in with the the, the Hort guys and the PGA to sit around a table with the minister yep. and negotiate an outcome only on the primary producer's license. Uh, if we wanted to line up with the recs, we would have you know culled ourselves out of that and gone and discussed uh, recreational sporting shooting licences. Um, we got to look after our members' interests, and that's what we've done. Some are saying that the advisory board that you're on, uh, out of their depth, uh, how do you find that? <laughs> Oh, it's actually a very good board. There's good people yeah, around yeah. it. The police have been good. Yeah. The departmental people, the minister's office, you got the minister chairing it. Doesn't get much better than that. Um, PGA certainly know what they want. Uh, very forthright. I think overall we've got a good outcome. I think we're going to learn more today from the WA Police Minister. Did you know what he will be speaking about today when he does speak? Uh, no, there's just, look, there's... Maybe around the mental health sort of thing? Yeah, the mental health stuff's bizarre because yeah, you've got to do an yeah. online check. You know, serial killers are pretty good at passing online checks to say them. they're sane. I don't think that's going to make the slightest bit of difference. The one issue that's going to be a bit strange is that you have uh, family and friends get licensed to your property. You've got to renew that every year. We don't know about the costs. Uh, we don't know how long it's going to take to put in the the new software system. You know, that could take you know a couple of years to write. Probably expensive and complex. How much was going to be cost recovery? Cabinets, um, four mil, six mil. Do we all have to replace all our cabinet alarms? What happens if you're outside of you know mobile area? How is um, is the government going to? How often are going to check all this? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the time period to actually replace your cabinet? Uh, what level of compensation firearms got to hand in? Noting that when the Howard government did their buyback, 
uh, within within everyone just handed in their, all their old firearms, went out and bought new ones. So I don't yeah. think that's going to make much difference. So look, devil's in the detail. Yeah. We'll have thirty yeah. days to comment. But I just wish this government would put a consultation paper out up front. So we're going to talk about it for twelve months, and then we'll start drafting. Instead of we'll talk about it for eighteen months. They did it with heritage, and then we're going to put out the the, the, uh, the regulations or the draft bill, and we'll give you a month or heritage to go. There's mm. two months, and that's when it just explodes because people like me who go through the fine detail go, that doesn't make sense, mm. that contradicts it, you're going to run into problems there, and it blows up. Have you brought this up, though, at the at the board when you meet with uh, we've, met, we've I've written about it in the yep, Farm yep, Weekly yep, in, the, yep. in the West, yep. Countrymen, I've told the Minister, you need to put out discussion papers, this is how you do it, mm. this government. Look, he's a nice guy trying to do the right thing. It's just amateur hour, uh, and they keep making the same mistake. They're going to do it again. And I've, as I said, 30 days during harvest uh, yeah. for people to, for us to go and talk to the members. There'll be problems with it, and it's just not good development of public policy. All right, yeah, that uh, consultation paper, if it's not out yet, it should be out sometime today or tomorrow. Uh, that's via the WA Police website, and, uh, yeah, you can have your say on it. Uh, I'm sure you'll get more people speaking about this today, Trev. Yeah, my phone tends to run hot <laughs> on this year. I think we did about five media calls on, say, on yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So anyone who says that, public and the media are not interested in firearms, just should see what happens when there is a shooting. It ends up on the front page. And as I said before, we don't want to be on the wrong side of the community debate. And uh, we, we, you know, the government is prepared to work with us to make it workable. You know, and, but you know, I just think some of their, their, their rhetoric is overreached. They're going to reduce mm. community safety. If they're really serious about community safety, they would look at Japan or... I was going to say, could they go down the, uh, the Japanese way, mate, or is that too hard? Or well, is it, like or is it not the Australian style? Uh, yeah, look, we got a different culture, yeah, but yeah. you know there is a correlation between high numbers of guns and and and, and the culture. Japan's got a different culture yep, of firearms. Yep, yeah. If they're really interested in reducing firearms, or, partly it's about changing culture, and, and, and it'll, it'll make a difference over time because they'll re- make it harder for people in the city to get them. They'll probably price them out of, out of the market of people. The hardcore, it's like you know, recreational fishers, they'll just pay whatever the license fee it is or whatever it costs to buy a boat or fuel. We'll still want them and have them. They'll make it harder to go find somebody to go shooting. You can't shoot in state parks. It'll be difficult to get onto prom- uh, properties. So It'll change the culture over time, but you know you only need one gun to blow yes, your own brains out or someone yes. else's. So you know they're dangerous things, and and um, we need them as a tool. And and the, the rec community is more than capable of making its own arguments, even though I think yep. they have yep. spent more time throwing rocks at us rather than you know negotiating with the minister to get it. A different outcome. Yes, it'll be interesting to see what uh, WA Police Minister Paul Papalia has to say uh, later on today. WA Farmers CEO Trevor Winnington, I know that you had a meeting in Narragin last night, mate. How did that go? We had a great meeting in Narragin. We had a good yeah. meeting in Contanning before okay. that. Yeah. So, um, and just dragged a few people off their pay barley or they've just finished. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, look, there's you know, heaps of issues around. Yeah. A lot yeah. of exports running hot. Uh, the price is cheap. The fact that you know, we can't get more flights out of WA mm. to mm. put uh, chilled box lamb on and biosecurity levy that the federal government's hitting the industry with. Again, you know, no consultation, no logic on that. Another 50 million most of that will come out of WA and the grains industry. So you know, our membership's strong. It's actually yeah, growing. Yeah. It's great. It's as fast as difficult as it is when farmers keep buying their neighbours out. And uh, it's good to see that you know people are you know, engaged in the agri-political process. Mate, as always, uh, nice to chat. And uh, yeah, we'll wait and see and see 
see what uh, the WA Police Minister does have to say about the uh, the overhaul of the firearms legislation here. It looks like it's going to be uh, the largest overhaul uh, in WA's history, so we'll wait and see what Paul Papalier has to say a little bit later on this morning. Trevor, as always, nice to chat and thanks for your time. Good, thanks for that, Troy.